just call your attention to one verse in the 119th Psalm. And it is verse 83, where we have a figure of speech given to us that I've always been fascinated by. And this figure of speech is being used by the psalmist to describe a spiritual condition. Note what it says. For I am become like a bottle in the smoke, yet do I not forget thy statutes. A bottle in the smoke. Now, we're not thinking of bottles the way we think of them today. In fact, most other translations would uh, translate that word bottle by the word wineskin. So we're dealing with a bottle, but it's a, a leather bottle. And when we are dealing with a bottle in the smoke, it's taking us back to ancient times when it was not unusual for houses to be filled with smoke. I was rather interested to learn from a Wikipedia article that chimneys did not appear in homes until the 12th century. And industrial chimneys did not become common until the 18th century. So what you have in this emblem then is a wineskin that might be suspended from the ceiling or hung on a wall. And the impact that smoke would have on this wineskin would be to blacken it and harden it and shrivel it. And so that becomes our emblem then. If you can picture that in your mind, a hardened, blackened, shriveled wineskin suspended from a ceiling, something that was once uh, soft and supple and useful, but now has become practically useless. And the thing we have to note here is that this is an emblem that the psalmist is using to describe a spiritual condition that becomes very apparent when he says, I am become like a bottle in the smoke. So what I want to do here for just a few minutes in preparation for our time in prayer is to look at the spiritual condition that is depicted by this emblem and what our response must be to this condition when we find ourselves in it. So let's think first all on the symptoms of this condition and these symptoms become very apparent by looking at the other verses in this section of Psalm 119. There's a close connection between verse 83 with the previous two verses. Note the words of verses 81 through 83 when the psalmist writes, My soul fainteth for thy salvation. Now, I think it's important for us to understand what the psalmist means here. He's not speaking from the vantage point of a lost soul who is fainting for salvation. He's speaking from the vantage point of a child of God who wants to see the ongoing power of salvation in his own life. But he's not seeing it. He's become like that bottle in the smoke. He also says, mine eyes fail for thy word, saying, when wilt thou comfort me? For I have become like a bottle in the smoke. So here are the symptoms then that lead the psalmist to say he's become like that bottle in the smoke. His soul faints for salvation. He has a longing for gospel power in his own life. 
and in the life of others. And I believe that this is a longing that we all feel. Uh, I would expect that this is one of the reasons we gather for prayer. We are longing for God's salvation to be manifested far and wide. Greater power in our own lives, but Pentecostal power being manifested through salvation of others as well. When he says his eyes fail for God's word, uh, sadly, I have to admit that's a condition I can relate to. How often do we uh, put ourselves through the exercise of reading the Bible, and, and yet we're doing little more than dragging our eyes over the words, you know, just to perform a Christian duty, but our eyes are failing for God's word, or in other words, that word is not going from my head to my heart. I'm basically just dragging my eyes over it, maybe taking note of some information, uh, but it isn't reaching the depth of my heart. Uh, nor does the psalmist in this instance experience the comfort that comes through God's word. And so it is with many followers of Christ, we become like bottles in the smoke. There was a time when the joy of salvation was our strength. We were exuberant with spiritual vitality. Like Christian and Pilgrim's progress, you knew the joy and blessing and peace of having that heavy burden of sin drop off your back. Uh, but when we become like bottles in the smoke, it becomes very easy and even tempting to set aside your Bible and to set aside the place of prayer. Inwardly, you become hard and your soul has shriveled to the point where you wonder at times if such a condition is your norm or is the norm for Christians in their walk with the Lord. Well, we can certainly draw encouragement from this emblem and from this section of the psalm today in recognizing that this is a condition that is recognized in the word of God. And therefore, it's not something that is totally unusual. It's something that God is aware of. It's something that the psalmist addresses. So these are the symptoms of the condition. Let's consider then how we deal with this condition once we find ourselves to be like bottles in the smoke. And the first thing I would say here is that you should never accept the condition. Uh, don't accept it as the norm. Uh, the time might be long. I suspect that for the psalmist, the time was long. And yet, nevertheless, we should continue to give ourselves to the word of God. We should continue to give ourselves to our Christian duty. Very often, it's easy to perform our duties when we're running in the joy of salvation, when our hearts are filled to overflowing. But even if we don't have that emotional situation where the joy of the Lord is flooding our souls, we do nevertheless have the duty to continue to read God's word and to render obedience to that word, the obedience of faith. And it is our duty to persevere uh, in spite of our feelings. So even when we find ourselves like that bottle in the smoke, we must nevertheless continue to give ourselves to the word, continue to give ourselves to prayer. And there is certainly 
a prayer here that we do well to utilize, one you're probably uh, familiar with when uh, the psalmist says in verse um, 88, quicken me after thy loving kindness, so shall I keep the testimony of thy mouth. Quicken me. In other versions, that word is translated, perhaps you know this, it's translated by the word revive. Revive me. And I think that's what makes this uh, uh, a very appropriate emblem for us to consider in these prayer meetings. Revive me, O Lord. Grant to me uh, that I will be renewed and revived and refreshed again. That this power that I initially knew in salvation, I will come to know again. O Lord, revive me. Give me life, I think another version translates it. Restore to me the joy of salvation. Grant to me a renewed sense of spiritual vitality so that I'm not dragging my eyes uh, over the word of God. I am finding it to be a living word to my soul again. So here we have then an emblem that can lead us to prayer. One of the things that I love about the Psalms is how honest we are invited to be before God. God does not call us into his presence to flaunt our spirituality, so to speak. He wants us to be honest, even when it comes to our complaints. We went through the Psalms some while back uh, here in my church, and I suggested to people that if you want to learn how to complain rightly before the Lord, uh, devote yourself to the Psalms. And in particular, Psalm 73 and Psalm 77, I believe, is the other one. And we see that we have, it's a part of our liberty to go into God's presence and to be honest before him with regard to our spiritual condition. So if you find yourself in this condition today, uh, you're in the right place, the place of prayer. If you're not in that condition, well, I think you can probably anticipate that as long as we're in a broken and sin-cursed world and still having to do battle against the flesh, the time will come when you will be like that bottle in the smoke. May the Lord quicken us when we find ourselves in that condition. Amen.